Welcome to the Comic Podcast, folks. I'm your host, Molière Dimash, and today we are going to be revisiting a specific form of use of force that is commonly employed in the Department of Corrections that often results in the death of an inmate. We're also going to be going back to an institution that we frequently visit on this podcast where inmates are mysteriously coming up dead. So uh, today's case is going to be about inmate Kelly Bradley. Okay, this is uh, this is a case that arises out of Charlotte Correctional Institution, right? And um, I want you guys to take a good look at Mr. Bradley's face. One of the eyes is fake. One of those eyes in his head is a glass eye, and you know. Uh, to the naked eye, just looking at him, uh, especially in a picture, you might not be able to immediately uh, tell that. But if you look closely at his eyes, one of the eyeballs is moist beneath. Um, on the bottom eyelid, it's a little moist. You can tell that, uh, you know, the, the eyeball is active. The other one's pretty dry, and there's no redness to it, and it's a little wider than the other one, and that's because it is a glass eye. Now, Let's uh, let's start from the top. I'm going to tell you how uh, this poor man ended up with a glass eye stuck in his head. So they're doing the cell extraction. Now, remember, uh, with the cell extractions, um, prior to using uh, that uh, method of uh, use of force, they have to go through the chemical agents process. So he's alone in his confinement cell at Charlotte, right? So they've already used the chemical agents on him, at least two to three rounds of this tear gas that they use on the inmates. That didn't kill him. So he's got a, a mattress up to his door, I guess, to block the chemical agents from coming in. And he's in the corner of the room underneath the sheet. For anybody who's ever experienced the gassing in confinement, you guys already know what that's about. They use the term barricading himself but he's not barricading himself in the room. He's defending himself. He, he's trying to block the chemical agents. He ain't trying to block nobody from coming in because a mattress, that ain't going to stop nothing. You know what I mean? You can open up, you can literally roll the door and a child could walk past that mattress. The mattress is going to flop on the ground. He had the mattress up against the door to block the chemical agents from coming in and he put his sheet overneath his head. This harmless, uh, these harmless circumstances uh this prompted the Department of Corrections to say we need five to ten men to gear up in riot gear, grab these heavy shields and go in there and subdue this man, a man hiding underneath a blanket. So um, they choose this method, this uh, cell extraction. Now, if you guys remember the case of Christopher Sanders uh, in his cell extraction case, he jumped out of the room before they could come in there so that he'd be on camera sprawling out on the ground. And what did they do to him? They grabbed him by his ankles, pulled him back into the room and started breaking his bones. In the case of Richard Iannunzi, they went in there and the man ended up dead. They beat him to death, okay? In the case of Damian Foster, when they did the cell extraction, they hit him in the mouth with the shield, it cut his tongue, then they put a mask on him and he choked on his blood and died. I mean, the, 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 the cell extraction is the last resort because that's the most extreme form of uh, force that they use in the Department of Corrections. OK, so uh, they're um, they run into this room. 
they pull the sheet off of this man and they start beating him down. So while they're uh, beating him down, this officer, William Hamilton Wilson, just uh, uh, he, he just deserts the whole beatdown and he starts digging in this man's eye and ripped the eyeball out. Just ripped it out. Now, I've been seeing on social media that a lot of people, you know, th th this is so extreme that, you know, they don't understand that, you know, this is a common practice. For those of you guys who read the book, you remember when I told you how this exact same thing happened to my friend Aprigio Henry? We called him AP. Same thing happened to him. They did the cell extraction and somebody went in there and dug off in his eye because he wouldn't fold. The chemical agents didn't hurt him. The beating in the cell extraction didn't hurt him. So in order to make him tap out, they went for that eye. Um, this is a, 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 a culture. You know what I mean? This is, this is something so common and, and it's underreported. This happens just as much as uses of force happen. Like when I was at CFRC, I would see them beat down. Uh, they, they, they'd be bringing in inmates into the confinement unit that they beat down. And more, put it like this, more inmates than not who came into the confinement unit had a bloodied vein hanging from their head because their eyeball had just been ripped out at the reception center in Orlando. I, I seen it all the time at Swanee. I'm going to medical and there are men with veins hanging out of their eye because they just plucked the eyeball out like a second nature. What the hell are they doing with these eyeballs? Okay. Um, if, if, if any of you guys um, who are familiar with uh, the uh, lynchings of the Jim Crow era, you know they had something called a bowl of nigger toes. Souvenirs. Okay. They used to literally slice skin off of black people and make belts and wallets and purses out of their skin. This is uh, 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 this is uh, that same practice being preserved in the Department of Corrections. It's 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 um, not exclusive to black inmates, but the 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 fact that they're uh, preserving uh, flesh and shit like that, it, it, they're they're taking this stuff home. You know what I mean? I, I have no evidence that they've ever you know took it home and threw it in a bowl of soup. But what else are they doing with it? You just snatched a man's eyeball. And medical didn't even note that this man, th this man's eyeball was missing. It was like nothing happened. Okay, this man is missing a whole eyeball. Medical didn't note it. So it's not even documented that you took his eye. What did you do? Put it in your pocket and, 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 and take it home? You know what I mean? So um, medical refuses to, to, to document this. And this officer, um, John Piscioda, he comes forward to say what really happened because he was a part of that cell extraction team. Now, Piscioda, he's from Long Island, New York, and somehow he'd have made it to Florida. Um, the, the, the journey from Long Island to anywhere in Florida, I, I don't know how that ever happens, but he ended up down uh, the, the great state of Florida and then decided to go to the Department of Corrections. That in itself is a book and a movie and a TV series, but uh, maybe we'll see that someday. Hopefully. He ends up, he comes from New York and he becomes a correctional officer here in Florida and he's not used to seeing this. He's like, man, this is just, you know, too wicked for my taste. Go ahead and do the right thing. 
he actually said that he knew that if he reported this, his career was over. And guess what? As soon as he reported it, two strange things happened. They set him up and said that he abused an inmate in the van, which they knew was a fallacy. They did an investigation on it. They found that it was a setup. They did not hire the officers that set him up. But then guess what? The uh, the, the the officer that did the, the, the eye plucking, he ended up being arrested. And um, the day that he got convicted, they fired uh, John Piscioda from the Department of Corrections. They even went as far as to vandalize his home. They Somebody came to his house and spray painted coward on the side of his house. It's like, man, come on, dude. I mean, I, not, not to take anything away from Piscioda because he appears to have been a good man, but you know you didn't, uh, you're at odds with these folks. You should have you should have been waiting on them. You know what I mean? You, 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 as soon as you, you know, I'm not even going to go there. Um, you know, people handle their problems differently. But um, he allowed them to chase him off into the hills of Vermont, folks. Um, after this whole, uh, after they terrorized him for doing the right thing for reporting that he witnessed somebody rip this man's eyeball out. Uh, he ended up moving way to Vermont and um, started a career as a farmer. That's how bad and malicious these folks in the Department of Corrections are because, you know, I mean, you, like 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 the, the good ones, that, that's how far, the, 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 the better of a person you are, the further off they're going to chase you. <laughs> you know what I mean? They chase this man off until he probably never even been to Vermont before, but he knew that was the furthest he can get away from the state of Florida. He goes to Vermont and uh, started farming, you know, and I'm sure he has nightmares about these people every single night. So um, the crazy thing I found out uh, investigating this case is that uh, they implied that the same staff members who killed Matthew Walker were involved in this case. So I'm like, wow. It's a coincidence, but it really ain't surprising. You know what I mean? How uh, convenient would that be? Uh, we went over the case of Matthew Walker. And for those of you guys who didn't see that, um, I'll leave a link to it in the description. Uh, we went over the case of Matthew Walker and um, details about this specific case, about the eye plucking. More details came out in that trial. You know what I mean? That leaves me to believe that there was somebody who was on trial for that murder who was implicated in this cell extraction. Eye pluckings. It's very underreported and uh, to the average inmate in the Florida Department of Corrections, this is normal. Everybody knows that, you know, any given day it could happen to you. Um, it's so normal to me that, you know, I'm just just now realizing that I have to actually report on this because I thought, you know, we made it crystal clear that the Florida Department of Corrections is the most brutal in the world. But uh, apparently, uh, you know, people who understand that the Department of Corrections is brutal uh, find it hard to believe that they plucking out eyes. But um, visit um, the Jacksonville Hospital, the uh, ja uh, Jacksonville Memorial. Ask them how many inmates have been transported to that hospital with missing eyeballs. See what they tell you. 